21 little life upgrades. These are small purchases, shifts, and habits that you can make to improve your life this year. What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, part of the Entrepreneur Podcast Network, because your nine to five may make you a living, but your five to nine makes you alive. One thing we're always asking, and I imagine you are too, is what little tweaks can we make to improve our lives and improve our happiness? Bjork Ostrom called it the 1% infinity habit on the show years ago. The idea that stacking up these small incremental improvements and doing that consistently can lead to some impressive compound returns over time. I'm going to be sprinkling in my own little life upgrades throughout, including the one purchase that inspired this whole episode, and include a bunch of suggestions from friends of the Side Hustle Nation community as well. These are roughly divided into three categories for the sake of alliteration. Those are hustle, health, and home. We're going to kick it off with some hustle slash home office slash work-related upgrades. This is Steve over at MyWifeQuitterJob.com, and a great new upgrade that I just bought not too long ago is a portable teleprompter. Now, I make a lot of YouTube videos because it takes me forever to film a video. Unless I have it scripted, I need a teleprompter, but the problem is, is the one that I currently had is gigantic. It's big and heavy. It goes on a tripod, but then I found this one on Amazon that was super light. It came with its own carrying case and I recently just went to Maryland to visit my mom. I took the teleprompter along and I was able to film full YouTube videos on the fly. And that has greatly improved my productivity. Now, I'm not sure which one Steve bought, but the one I have is a Jacques Hopkins recommendation. And that was the Parrot Padcaster, I think it's called. It was around a hundred bucks. Prices subject to change, of course. And how it works is you load your script onto the Parrot app on your phone. And then you use this little Bluetooth remote to control the speed, like fast, slow. It's definitely improved my YouTube workflow. So if you're struggling to make more videos, I think a teleprompter is a no-brainer addition. Hey, Side Hustle Nation. It is Tyler from Creator Side Income. A few years ago, I got more serious about creating content. I wanted to do great YouTube videos. And so I decided to create a studio in my basement. So I put up the two by fours, put up the drywall, built special lighting into the ceiling, put in cabinets and bookshelves that were interchangeable, and really set up a really cool studio. But it was a ton of work. And when I was finished, I didn't love how it looked. Well, I tried things out, different backgrounds and different arrangements for a few years. And then this last year, I did an upgrade that was really awesome. I went on to Amazon, and for 10 bucks, I bought a canvas backdrop that photographers use. I started with a wood panel one and then I got a brick one. And so in total, I spent $20 and I simply laid those out over my (laughs) background where I had electrical issues and other things. And so I was able to hide up problems that I had on my wall. And I simply have this canvas that looks fantastic and it's easy to switch in and out. And that's now my new backdrop. The other cool thing about that is because I bought it on Amazon and I'm an Amazon influencer, I actually did a review on the canvas backdrops. And because people are now purchasing those on Amazon after watching my video, I'm making a commission off those. So it actually was free <laughs> for me and and continues to pay me through the Amazon influencer program. So nice little upgrade in my life where I could improve my video backdrop. 
If you want to learn more about Tyler and about the Amazon Influencer Program, please go back and check out episode 562 from last spring on the show. Super inspiring stuff. Again, the easiest money that I've ever made online came from my first few weeks as an Amazon influencer, and it's been very passive ever since then. But the thing here, and whether or not it's a canvas backdrop in your case, the thing here is in the habit building world, there's something called the 20 second rule, where if you're trying to build a new positive habit, you want to reduce the friction to start that thing. So it takes 20 seconds or less. I guess this is what researchers have found. Like That's the cutoff. And I think that's what Tyler's done with his new studio setup. If I want to make more videos, how do I make it easier to hit record? And similarly, if there's a habit you want to stop, add some extra friction in there. So it takes longer than 20 seconds. So your brain ends up asking itself, "Ah, do I really want to go through all that extra trouble? My name is Shannon Weinstein, and I host the Keep What You Earn podcast, in addition to serving as the owner of the Keep What You Earn company, a fractional CFO service for growth-minded founders. One upgrade I've made this year is my effort to connect. I'm making a conscious decision to attend more events and grow my network this year. This, of course, involves upgrading my wardrobe out of sweatpants chic and into more professional attire. Now, I'm really looking forward to upgrading how and where I'm seen in 2024. If you missed it, definitely encourage you to check out the full episode we did with Shannon, episode 553. It was on how she built her side business to multi six figures while still working full time using free content on Instagram and her podcast to build her authority, to build her audience. And Shannon is also the person who introduced me to the idea of creating a playlist quiz for podcast listeners to help direct you to the right episodes, depending on the side hustles that you're most interested in. Hustle.show, you've probably heard me plug it, but hustle.show is where to go if you want to see that in action. You can answer a few short multiple choice questions. Thousands of listeners have already tested it out and gotten their personalized playlists from that. And it's all something that I owe Shannon for the idea for. So big thanks to Shannon for, for sharing that last year. And I agree that getting out and attending personal or professional events rather is super helpful for building your network and strengthening relationships with online connections. I'm long past the point where my internet friends started to outnumber my local friends. And these events are the best chance that I have to hang out with them in real life, including many of the contributors on this episode. Now, the other thing that Shannon mentioned was upgrading her wardrobe. So my little life upgrade here, this is number four on the list, is uh, last year I started ordering custom shirts from my favorite brand and style. I mean, we are living in a golden age of t-shirts with this super soft dry blend material. None of this 100% cotton stuff from the 1900s for me. I found that my personal favorite, the brand that fits best for me is called Next Level. And they're somewhat hard to find, but they're pretty common like in custom orders. So what I did last year was create a few custom designs and ordered four of these shirts in different colors through Printify. Now in total with shipping, I think it was less than hundred bucks. And now I pretty much always have a super soft, great fitting shirt to pull from the drawer and with some positive messenger design that's meaningful to me, like the Side Hustle Nation sign-off slogan, make something happen, or my brother's motto that every day is a bonus day. It's something I should have done years ago because life's too short for crappy t-shirts. If you've got a handful of those in your drawer, do yourself a favor, just donate them and rid yourself of that physical and mental clutter. Like if it is in the bottom quartile of your favorite shirts, if you were to rank order them, just lose them. If it doesn't bring you joy, you don't need that in your life. Hey, this is Rosemary Gruner with BusyBudget.com. And my favorite life upgrade this year is actually in my office. I got a cloud massager, which is for your feet and ankles. It's a large unit. It's really heavy. You can angle it up or it can sit like flat. 
you put your feet in it and it offers compression. First of all, like it squeezes your feet and your legs and your ankles so that like all the blood flow is like evenly distributed and you feel like, I don't know how to describe it other than like you feel like you were at the gym all day and not sitting at your office desk, not moving. But it also has like roller ball massage on the bottom of your feet. It'll like roll them. It also does vibration and it does like sway massage, like along with the pressure points. It feels so amazing to sit at your desk and have your feet massaged all day long. I cannot tell you. I wish I'd done this years ago. You have to try it. It's the best idea ever. Got to admit, this sounds like a pretty cool idea. And if you spend a lot of time at your desk, it could probably be a pretty easy purchase to justify. Thanks, Rosemary, for sharing that one. That's number five, the cloud massager. And here's John Jonas with number six. This is John Jonas from onlinejobs.ph. So the small upgrade that I made to myself this year was teaching one of my VAs, I call them OFS, Online Filipino Specialists, to respond to my personal email. So I've had her writing things for me for a long time, like social media posts or my newsletter, and that helped her get into my voice. But this was a really big step was to have her actually responding to my email. So I realized there's a bunch of stuff that I don't need to deal with in my email. I started having her write drafts for those things. So she would write a draft. And when I get into my email in the morning, I would know she had responded to things if there was a draft there. And so before it was sent, I could edit it or add to it or whatever it was. And then I would send it. And that way I just made sure that things were appropriate from me. But after a while of doing this, and I would also give her feedback, I would I would edit or change or whatever. And then I would make a video and say, hey, here's what I did to this email. You did a good job, but also this and this and this, right? And I did that a bunch of times. After a while, she got so good at it that I noticed I'm just clicking send on these things. And so I stopped having her write drafts and just started having her respond to my emails, which was a really big upgrade in my, one, my time spent dealing with email, the mental capacity that it required for me, because a lot of the things she's responding to are things that either require looking up URLs from the past because people want people want references to things or or someone needs to know how do I do this or where does this come from? And she'll look those things up for me and post them in in the email. It just took away a lot of mental drainage that comes with dealing with email for me. And then also time. Like I just don't spend the time doing those things that I would have otherwise spent. So it's been a really, really big upgrade for my personal and business life, mostly, I guess, for my business life, which then translates to personal because I just don't spend the extra time working. So a really big upgrade for me. Where are you spending your time? Does it give you energy? Does it grow your business? Is there something else you'd rather be doing instead? Could you profitably delegate it to someone else? I've been trying to peel back my time from certain tasks lately. And I say lately, but it's really been a decade long ongoing process and trying to build some better systems around those things so I can focus my energy on the higher level stuff that I enjoy more like creating episodes like this. Now, the first step is being honest with yourself on where your hours are going. We've all got 24 hours in a day, 168, math you know, something hours in a week. So first being honest with where your hours are going and then following the eliminate, automate, delegate framework to help free up 
more of your time. John was last on the show a few years ago. We did this full episode on how to hire your first virtual assistant. That is episode 343 in the archives, still very much relevant today in onlinejobs.ph. His company, his site remains the leading site to connect with qualified work from home assistants in the Philippines. I've got lots more little life upgrades coming up right after this. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes, T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A. A-N-D-S.com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over three and a half million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, this is Jacques Hopkins from PianoIn21Days.com and TheOnlineCourseGuy.com. And my little life upgrade over the past few months is the introduction of a treadmill desk into my daily routine. Now, before you jump to conclusions, let me explain why this has been a game changer for me. I have always been skeptical about the whole treadmill desk thing for two main reasons. First, I assume they were just like prohibitively expensive. But after some research, I discovered that what you actually need is a walking pad and not a traditional treadmill. And I found a great one on Amazon for around $200, and there's even more affordable options than that. So remember, walking pad, not treadmill. And then the second reason for my hesitation was the idea of just walking all day while working, which seemed just quite daunting. But here's the thing. You don't have to walk all day. I set my walking pad at around 1.5 miles per hour, so not crazy fast, and only walk during specific work activities and when I feel like it. So like checking email, just basic stuff. You won't find me recording content while walking, at least not yet, and no more than probably an hour or two per day. 
The rest of the day, I'll work either sitting or standing, depending on how I'm feeling. For example, you caught me right now sitting. The walking pad is pretty light and easy to move out of the way when I'm not using it. And you can even find ones that fold in half. So this simple addition to my daily routine has been incredibly impactful. Not only has it allowed me to easily surpass 10,000 steps a day, but also just injected a new level of energy and productivity into my work life. So it's a small change, but it's one that has brought a significant amount of joy and health benefits. This is where we transition to our health upgrades section. And I love how the lines start to blur between this stuff. Is a treadmill desk a work hack or a health hack? There's lots of data to correlate the number of hours you spend sitting with all sorts of negative outcomes. And we kind of inherently know the more we move, the better off we're going to be health-wise. So starting last year, I set the goal to walk a mile a day because I noticed a lot of the days my step count was embarrassingly low, like 3,000 steps or something. It's been quite a few years since my last treadmill desk, treadmill bit the dust. So might have to revisit Jacques' walking pad idea because I used to routinely rack up 20, 25, sometimes 30,000 steps in a day. But my work was also a lot more monotonous back then, if that's a thing. Like I found that for more creative thinking tasks, I needed to, okay, you know, push pause, stop the belt, and then either just use it as a standing desk or go sit down. But back to the mile a day thing, easy, simple, no cost upgrade. That's going to be number eight on this list. Because in my case, as luck would have it, it's about half a mile to the kid's school. I usually walk to pick them up in the afternoon. We rode our bikes there in the morning. And I mean, I used to always ride to pick them up too, which took five minutes or three minutes. You know, it was really fast. Walking takes about seven minutes longer. Like that is the threshold of like, well, I don't have that kind of time, right? Call it 15 minutes round trip, 15 incremental minutes a day to get moving, add a bunch of steps to the step count with the added benefit. If I can get them to ride slow on the way home, I get to hear all about their day. And so that's a pretty cool time that we have together. Now, the other habit from the start of last year was what ultimately became the three question journal. So I'll give that a plug here too. It is a nightly habit, a kind of shutdown routine type of habit of writing down, what did I get done today? What am I grateful for? And what are my top priorities for tomorrow? Really simple, really easy habit that has definitely made a positive impact on my personal happiness and just being able to kind of shut down at the end of the day, this kind of like final brain dump and start off tomorrow strong. So 3qjournal.com is the direct link to go check that one out and see if that might make a good addition to your life as well. Hey, this is Chad Carson from the podcast and YouTube channel, Real Estate Investing with Coach Carson. Last year, I started tracking all of the food I eat with a free app on my phone called Fitbit. And I'm sure there's other free ones out there like that. But the reason this has been very helpful for me is kind of like when you track your spending, either personally with a personal budget or with your business budget, when you pay attention to everything that's coming in. And then if you track it in an app, they can actually show you charts and show you how many calories you've had and what your macros of protein versus carbs versus fat look like. It really, you can make a game out of it. And I started paying attention as I ate it. And so like little snacks that, you know, I would just like eat three handfuls full of walnuts or something. And that seemed like a good idea. But then you see how much that is. And maybe I've already eaten that five times a day by looking at the app and just paying attention to it. It changed my behavior around nutrition, around losing a little bit of weight. And I just found that really powerful because I've done it in other parts of my life with my money, with my business, with my business goals, but I'd never done that with my nutrition. So I recommend it if you're looking to lose a little bit of weight or just get healthier and feel better about what you're eating, simply paying attention to it seems to make a big difference, or at least it did for me. What gets measured gets managed, right? I found similar results from using MyFitnessPal, similar app. It 
just keeps you honest about portion control. It makes you more conscious about what you're putting into your body. And it's probably going back to that 20 second rule by just adding a little bit of extra friction. Do I really want to eat that thing if I'm going to have to be honest and log it in the app? Now, for whatever reason, I have had a hard time doing this consistently for more than a few weeks at a time. Starting out, motivation is really strong. I start using it. I start feeling better. And then the habit dies off. I stop doing it. Maybe because of that little extra friction. And it's probably less than five minutes a day in total, but still a challenge for me to really make it a sticky, ongoing habit. So if you have any tips or strategies on that front, I'm all ears. But thanks to Chad for sharing that. That was number nine. Use a meal tracking app or a food tracking app. Little life upgrade number 10 is to cut out sugar. This is from Vincent Puglisi, and we didn't get a voicemail clip for this one, but a few months ago, he committed to cutting out sugar and bread for a year. And I assume fruit is still allowed, but he's cutting out refined, processed, added sugar in addition to bread. And he said he's noticed a few positive changes as a result, including weight loss, increased energy, increased overall mood or improved overall mood in clearer thinking. And he says, most importantly, clothes fit much better. Now, aside from the weight loss, kind of hard to quantify these things, but whether it's placebo or not, probably worth an experiment. We consume way, way, way more sugar than our ancestors ever did with lots of negative health consequences as a result. So maybe worth an experiment doing that. Going cold turkey might be a pretty dramatic lifestyle change in some cases, but you Maybe you can combine Vincent's tip with chats to start to track your own baseline intake and then work to reduce that and just take notice of how you feel. Another food-related upgrade I wanted to share, and this is number 11, was finding a great spice to add to roasted vegetables and probably other stuff too. That The vegetables are just my primary use case. The one that we've been hooked on is called Silver Water Secrets, which may not do you any good because I doesn't appear to be for sale online, but it was a gift from a local store or restaurant in Port Townsend, Washington, I think. But the broader idea here, find one that you like, because for probably less than 10 bucks for a six-month supply, you're actually going to look forward to eating the healthy stuff because the spice makes it taste so much better. Definitely a low-cost game changer, and uh, we'll need to restock soon. Hi, my name is Jade Weatherington of TeacherJade.com and Teacher Jade's Writing Academy. One small upgrade I gave myself over the last year was related to my fitness and health. So I have consistently been working out with a trainer for the last three years, and I have very specific body goals that I want to reach. And in order to reach those goals, I also had to change the way I was eating. So I have started working on that and again, been consistent and having good health means that everything else in my life falls into place. I also started taking dance classes. So I do that three days a week and I'm going back to my sword fighting lessons, which is one day a week. So that's been the upgrade, taking care of my physical, which then helps me take care of my mental, which helps me take care of my emotions. Dang, sword fighting lessons. You don't want to mess with uh, teacher Jay. She's got to cut you down. But she's right. If you don't take care of your body, where are you going to live? And you can't show up as your best self if you don't feel good. So I consider health the foundation that really everything else has to be built on top of. It's the lead domino. So that wraps up our health category with number 12, hire a professional, get some outside expertise, get some coaching, wherever you want to go. Odds are someone has walked that path and can help you get there. If there is a shortcut, I think it's mentorship. And even if you feel like you know what you should be doing, 
you might find that by paying some money for someone else to tell you what to do, all of a sudden it becomes much more real and much more urgent. Now to kick off the home category, our final category, I want to share the purchase that inspired this whole episode. And it's really silly, but it is our new robo vacuum. (laughs) So here's the background. As part of our remodel last year, we put in these fake hardwood floors, like vinyl plank flooring, supposed to be indestructible, great for kids and pets, that kind of thing. But I found myself sweeping constantly, like multiple times a day. It was driving me nuts. Where previously on the carpet, I either didn't notice as much or I didn't care as much. So I go down way too deep a rabbit hole on robot vacuums and ultimately decide just to test out this lower cost, lower tier model from a brand called Eufy, E-U-F-Y. No idea if I'm pronouncing that right. It has been awesome. We're on a first name basis. I set it up to run every night. It just follows its schedule, I think 11.15 or 11.30 or whatever it does. And then every morning I check the dustbin to see what Eufy collected on its midnight mission. And it's a little painful to watch if you're ever up that late because it does not go about this task in any organized fashion that I think the higher priced models do. Like they do it in like nice, neat rows. This one seems almost pretty random. Like it can detect walls and stuff, but otherwise it's just like boom, 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 like all diagonal and everything. But I'm amazed how much dust and other junk it collects every night. Sometimes it gets stuck under the couch, but most nights it, you know, and we try and put these little blockers in place, but most nights it somehow finds its way back to its charging base. And it's been a great little upgrade. Haven't had to sweep in months. Love it. Number 13, Robo Vacuum. It'll change your life. What's up? This is Hala Taha, the host of the Top 100 podcast, Young and Profiting, and the CEO and founder of Yap Media and the Yap Media Podcast Network. Nick asked me to share a small life upgrade with you all that I've given myself over the past year. And when I reflected on 2023, I think hands down, the best upgrade I've given myself was getting a pet. I haven't had a pet in years because I'm always recording and I'm used to having dogs that bark really loud. And that's just not realistic for me who always needs silence in the house. I need peace and quiet as a podcast host. But this year, my boyfriend surprised me with a beautiful Persian kitten named Bunny. He's the absolute joy of my life. I don't have kids yet and I work from home and it can get a little lonely in between my calls. Having this kitten is the ultimate pick-me-up during the day. He's so sweet and well-behaved and somehow always smells so fresh like baby powder. I love having him on my lap when I'm on calls, and I also love the purpose and structure that he's given me. It feels so good to take care of something else besides myself. Not to mention, this kitten has been a serious upgrade to my mental health. Adopting a cat, I found out, is like adopting a cute and sassy stress reliever. Petting a cat literally produces stress-reducing hormones. Their purring is known to be medically therapeutic for humans. It can lower stress, blood pressure, and even go as far as heal your infections. Plus, cats are way less maintenance than dogs, in my opinion. I highly recommend it, and that's why getting a kitten is my little life upgrade of 2023. I'll be the first to admit it. I was a reluctant pet owner. Bryn was definitely the driving force behind getting a puppy shortly after we moved in together. But that little guy, he won me over. And for a lot of the reasons Hala mentioned, it's taking care of of something else. It was companionship. We started working from home really quick after we got him. And then in the case of a dog, it was an excuse to go outside, go for a walk. And that's actually how we met a lot of our neighbors early on. So there's there's a life hack. You know, puppies are great icebreakers. And 16 and a half years later, the side hustle Shih Tzu is still with us. We were just babies when we got him, but he's definitely brought a lot of joy to our house. I've got more home and family upgrades coming up right after this. 
If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet. Your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. Hey, 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 it's Jamila Souffrant, host of the Journey to Launch podcast and author of the book, Your Journey to Financial Freedom, a step-by-step guide to achieving wealth and happiness. A recent thing that I started to do that brings me immense joy actually has something to do with my kids. So I have three kids. They are nine, seven, and five. And I am the one responsible for getting them up in the morning, getting them ready and out the door to school on time. And as you can imagine, if you have kids or even if you don't have kids, it is a stressful situation. I find myself yelling or them not listening and then them taking their time. It's just a hot mess or it was a hot mess in the morning. And something that we did or that I decided to do was to encourage them to get ready and do all the things they needed on time. And if they did that, they can get their iPads in the morning. Now, this was something I would not have previously done because I would have been feeling guilty about them being on their screens or wanting them to read instead of being on an iPad. And I just released all that guilt and expectations or what I thought other people would think and just did what I thought would work. And it's actually working. They are more motivated to wake up and get themselves together and get everything done so that they can have enough time, whether it's five or 20 minutes to spend on their iPad. And so our mornings have been a lot smoother. They're getting themselves together and I can actually enjoy myself and have coffee and get myself together without feeling ragged. So that is one thing that I've implemented that has brought me immense joy and it's making them happy too. So we're going to keep this going. You can find my book, Your Journey to Financial Freedom at yourjourneytofinancialfreedom.com and check out the podcast, Journey to Launch, wherever you listen to this podcast. It's so true. Escaping the gravitational pull of the house in the morning requires way more effort than I wanted to. I'm sure it's something that any parent can relate to. We've been through lots of experimentation on this. I will second Jamila's tip here. The tablet plan is very effective and there are some quote unquote educational games that the kids love to play. So I'm happy with that, especially if it motivates them to get dressed, to pack up their backpacks, to grab their water bottles, to pack a snack, to brush their teeth, to empty the dishwasher, to find their shoes, find their jackets, all the things that they got to get done. And for a while, and especially when Bryn is traveling, it was like, okay, hey, get yourself all ready read your brother a couple books, and then you can do Brain Breaks, which we discovered is this whole genre of YouTube exercise videos for kids. They have a great time with that, get some moving. So that's one other addition that I might add there. But incentivizing your kids, no shame in that. 
Hey, this is Susie from Busy Toddler, and the little life upgrade that changed everything was adding a hot water hookup to my backyard hose, which is something I've wanted to do forever. Finally made it happen. I didn't do it. I had a plumber do it, and it has been an absolute game changer. See, my kids are outside all day long, and they're not clean about it, so getting them back inside was kind of like herding cats, only they're like mud-covered cats. Now I can hose them off outside before coming back inside, and I don't have to endure all that, this water is so cold, how dare you, kind of drama. The other fantastic bonus is that on summer days, I can cheat and add a little bit of hot water to the kiddie pool, and that just makes everything so much better. So now, in addition to telling my kids how I had to walk uphill both ways to get to school, I can also tell them about stories from my youth where I had to endure cold pool temperatures and unheated hoses. Kids these days will literally never know how good they have it, and I'm partially to blame with upgrades like this, but I have absolutely no regrets. Except I definitely wish I would have done this sooner. I had no idea this was a thing that you could do, but I can understand why it might make your backyard the most popular spot in the neighborhood. Another home upgrade we made this year were these little Casa smart plugs, K-A-S-A, dragging us kicking and screaming into the smart home revolution. But the use case for us is number 17 on the list. The use case for us was for Christmas lights on the tree. I want to go turn them off at night as we're going to bed. But the outlet where we plugged in the light strings was behind the tree. So it's constantly like knocking off ornaments, trying to reach around the thing without knocking the whole tree over. And yeah, you can put them on a timer, but the Casa things give you a lot more control where you can put them on a timer through the Casa app and you can turn them on or off whenever you want to from your phone. It's a pretty cool party trick over the holidays. Hello, my name is Mindy Jensen from the Mindy on Money podcast and the Bigger Pockets Money podcast. And my small upgrade that I have given myself in the last year is hiring a house cleaner. I have always been of the mindset that I can do it myself. Why would I hire somebody else to do it? But I hate cleaning my house and it is something that I actually dread doing. So I put it off, I push it to the weekend, and then on Saturday, I spend the entire day cleaning my house because I'm dragging my feet because I don't want to do it. So my husband and I sat down and decided that we were going to hire a house cleaner and she comes in during the week. She spends four hours. She makes our house far cleaner than I ever could. And I feel so good about hiring this daunting task out. It has lifted my spirits. I have provided a job for somebody and it makes my heart sing when I come home and see all of the beautiful, clean floors and beautiful, clean everything, and I didn't have to do it. So if you have a job in your life that you, a task that you don't want to do, consider hiring it out. That is my tip. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Thanks, Mindy, for sharing that. And the broader theme here is you know, delegating the stuff you don't like to do. We've all got limited hours. So the most important question is, where are those hours best spent or maybe rather best invested? On the cleaning front specifically, this is something we've unintentionally gotten away from in the last nine months or so. We put it on pause during the remodel, like, hey, the house is all torn up. We're not living here. Don't come. And then one of our go-to cleaners moved away and we just haven't prioritized finding someone else. It's on the to-do list and maybe Mindy's upgrade here will inspire us to take action on there. Now, one of the underrated marketing ideas, so our neighbors have 
cleaners that show up relatively consistently. I see their car parking out the front and I sometimes want to go knock on the door and ask them like, would you come by and give us a quote? Huge missed opportunity. Like my neighbor has already vetted you and trusted you. Like I've seen the car there now for the past two years. Like it's consistent service. Why aren't you coming around like trying to get additional business in the neighborhood? Like, hey, you know, we've been cleaning so-and-so's house for, for years. We're right next door. Maybe we could even cut you a deal. Like we're in the neighborhood, literally. So that's one uh, one potential source to find somebody to solve this problem for us. But another marketing opportunity, if you were providing a similar service is, hey, do some warm calling from people who already kind of recognize your logo from the car because I take note and then, you know, I get busy with something else and I forget to call them or something. So an opportunity there. So that was number 18, to hire a cleaning service or more broadly, delegate the chores that you don't like to do. Here's number 19, and this is Paul Miners from paulminers.com in episode 344 of The Side Hustle Show. An upgrade that I've been enjoying is whenever we travel as a family, we pay for valet parking at the airport. And if you've ever traveled with kids, this is a game changer because you can drive up to the terminal, give the keys to the car to a valet, they go away and park it. And if you're feeling really in the mood, we often pay for to have the car cleaned as well. It's such an easy way of making transport that little bit easier. It doesn't actually cost too much. And then when we get back, we had the car is waiting for us. It's nice and clean. And it really does just make that process of traveling with kids so much easier. And so nice little travel hack we've been enjoying for the last couple of years, actually. I agree with this one. And we haven't gone full valet yet. I'm not sure that that's offered at SeaTac. Never, never looked into it. Haven't never been in the market before. But one of the things about moving is you got to find a whole new set of go-to places. And one of those is, well, where do you park at the airport? We had a great consistent system at Oakland. They even had a loyalty program where you could earn free parking. But that company doesn't operate in Seattle. So we tested out a few different ones and ultimately settled on one right across the street from the airport. They do have a shuttle that will take you back and forth, but you don't have to wait for it if you don't want to. You can control your own destiny and make the walk, which is huge for me. There are a few things that I dislike more than sitting around waiting for a parking shuttle, not knowing how long it's going to take to arrive. So we pay a little bit more for that convenience. But at the end of the trip, when you just want to get home and you got tired kids, a lower cost option might be costing you an extra 30, 40 minutes if it's farther away from the property or if they don't run shuttles as frequently or if you can't walk to it. So the convenient option is totally worth it. I will agree with Paul on that one. Another travel upgrade that I wanted to share was I recently bought my very first first class ticket that wasn't on points or miles. And it's kind of silly because everybody's going to get there at the same time. It's just a few hours of your life. Suck it up. That's always been my stance. But in this case, I was flying alone. It was a business trip. It was a write-off. And it was only $100 difference. And I was going to have to pay 40 bucks to check my skis anyway. So it was really only a $60 difference. And then you start dividing that by the length of the flight and saying, well, I'll be able to work better on the plane. And I can definitely make 30 bucks an hour working on the plane. And it was really funny because I overheard the guy in the row behind me in first class sharing the exact same justification with his seatmate. But the true upgrade part of it was the kind of unexpected mental and gratitude benefit. It was just a very pleasant experience that filled me with gratitude that I was able to do it. And it started as soon as I booked the ticket. So I got this anticipation benefit as well as the entire time being on the flight. Like I did something nice to treat myself and made the experience more enjoyable for not a huge incremental cost. And then I flew Southwest on the way home because you got to stay true to your roots. 
Hey, it's Rachel from MoneyHackingMama.com. Today, I have a small upgrade that can make a huge impact on your life. There's a saying that what gets measured gets improved. So here's a simple tip that has helped me literally save hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years. I use a budget tracker called YNAB, and that stands for You Need a Budget. YNAB allows me to manage my personal budget in real time and also track how much money I have saved. It's a great tool if you're paying down debt or trying to accumulate money for a goal like early retirement or buying a home. What I love about YNAB is that you can see all your money and accounts in one place. So you get a real-time view of how much money you have and how that number is changing over time. This is great for helping with motivation. It is also a great budgeting tool as you can review your budget before you make a purchase, which holds you accountable to make sure your spending aligns with your big picture goals, no matter what they are. Finally, as a business owner, I also use YNAB to manage my business expenses. Rather than paying for another tool like QuickBooks, I simply added a free Chrome extension called Toolkit for YNAB that allows me to create financial statements directly from my YNAB account. Thanks, Rachel, for sharing that and probably should have put this budget tip at the top of the show. Maybe that's an oversight on my part because just about every upgrade mentioned in this episode assumes that you have some breathing room in your budget to spend a little money on those upgrades. Now, they don't have to cost a lot. Most of the ideas on this list are $100 or less, but it's about finding those purchases with an asymmetric ROI. That's what I'm obsessed with. Where can you spend the money to bring an outsized return in your well-being, in your sanity, in your happiness, in your effectiveness at work? Now, last month, Rachel and I did an episode called The 30-Day Money Cleanse, where we talk through day-by-day, step-by-step, how to get on top of your personal finances and feel more confident about your money. So maybe you can start to make these types of upgrades. But make sure to give that one a listen if you missed it, or you can download the free printable checklist version of that 30-day money cleanse. I'll link that up in the show notes for this episode. All you got to do is follow the link in the episode description, and it'll get you over there. We also did a previous edition of this format with a completely different selection of upgrades in 2020. Encourage you to check that one out as well. That is episode 418 in the archives to find that one. And I'll link it up in the show notes as well. Big thanks to all our contributors this week. Thanks to our sponsors for helping make this content free for everyone. You can hit up sidehustlenation.com slash deals for all the latest offers from our sponsors in one place. And thank you for supporting the advertisers that support the show. Really does make a difference. That is it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show. Hustle on.